Hey everyone, it's Dorianne from YourCareerGirl.com and welcome to another episode of the Deeper Than Work podcast. So today's episode is about how to be authentic at work. And it's something that I really have a personal connection to because it was a time in my career when I was not authentic and I was not myself and it was the worst experience I've ever had. So I'll go into a little bit about that and kind of give you my tips on how you can be authentic at work. But before I do that, I want to make sure that if you haven't already, you head on over to yourcareergirl.com and you sign up for the free career makeover toolkit. In just five days from now, you can absolutely transform the way that you work. Head on over to yourcareergirl.com and sign up for your career makeover toolkit today. So in case you're new to me, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the Deeper Than Work podcast. Again, my name is Dorianne St. Floor, and I am an HR expert. I'm a career coach and strategist, and I specialize in helping women professionals transform the way that they work. I help women increase their income, have more impact, and find the time to do the things that they actually love. Um, So if that sounds like you, then you're in the right place, and welcome. So how to be authentic at work. This topic is so tricky because I think when people hear the term authentic and they hear about authenticity, there's like like a, a few camps of people, right? One one camp feels like, uh, that's, that's frou-frou, like authentic, authenticity, like who cares? Just go to work and show up and do what you need to do and leave, right? There's people like that. And then there are people who think, being authentic. Oh, so I can just go to work and just let it all hang out and just do me. And you know, it's all good. And no, 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 sweetheart, that's not what we're talking about either. So before I, you know, really define what I mean about being authentic at work, let's just take a step back and talk about what I don't mean, right? Being authentic does not mean that you're unprofessional. It does not mean that if, you know, you're having a bad day that you should just go in there and just cry or yell or scream or kick or punch or do whatever it is you want to do because you're just being you and, you know, keeping it real. There is a point where keeping it real goes wrong. And so you want to make sure you're not crossing that line. But it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, unprofessional. You don't have to show up in sweatpants. You don't have to show up with your hair undone and all that because, you know, I'm being me. No, that's not what it means. It also doesn't mean that you have to be an open book. I think a lot of people assume that, that if if I say, you know, be yourself and be your true self when you go to work, that that means you have to tell everybody what you did over the weekend. You have to tell people if you just broke up with your boyfriend and or your girlfriend or whoever it is. And that is not what it means to be authentic. If you want to be an open book and you want to share your personal life with the people you work with, fine, do you, totally fine. But if you don't, it doesn't mean that you're not being authentic. It just means that you have your boundaries and you have you know, some space that you've created around yourself and you don't necessarily want people to let people in, but in every other respect, you can definitely be authentic. And authenticity also doesn't mean that you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that you, know, you, you're, you won't have some times where you may kind of go along with the status quo, even if you disagree, or you know, it's, it's, it's an ongoing work in progress. Being authentic is more about infusing your signature strengths and infusing 
who you are and what you're about in everything that you do. It's as simple as that. So even if you're in the work setting, even if you're, you know, in a professional setting where you need to, you know, act a certain way and have a certain decorum about you, you can still infuse who you are into that situation. So if I give you, I'm going to give you an example about my career. So early in my career, um, and some of you may have heard this story before, I've shared it before, um, the, like the, the most horrendous two years of my life was when I initially transferred into HR um, earlier on in my career. And it was so, it was so tough because I, I, HR from the moment I got into that, this industry, I knew it was for me. I knew that these were things that I excelled at and I really loved what I was doing, but it was unfortunate that the people that I worked with were horrible. They were the most, I, I had the world's most horrible boss. When I talk about just moody and not knowing what I was going to get and just catty and petty and just all of those negative adjectives is how I would describe her. But I still had to thrive or try to thrive in that environment. So the way that I tried to cope with being in a situation where I didn't like my coworkers and they didn't like me and, you know, wasn't working with my boss, I tried to be like them. So they were, you know, when, if you think about, I don't know if you, if you've seen the movie Mean Girls with Lindsay Lohan and you just think about those high school girls and how rude they were and catty and cliquish, if you think about those girls graduating through college and then getting a job, like those were the type of women that I was working with. And I thought that in order to infiltrate their their circle and to be a part of the clique and to be accepted, that if I acted like them, then it would work for me. So I started to change the way I spoke and, you know, they use certain words and I would use those words and I tried to dress like them. Like these are just, it, it was just, it's looking back now, it's so mind boggling to me that I was able to to really get that far off the mark of who I was. But in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, well, you know, I, I try to be myself. I try to, you know, be my quirky self and, you know, maybe crack a joke or, or try to relate to people. It wasn't working. So let me try to be someone else. Let me try to be closer to who they are. And that obviously didn't work. I mean, fast forward, it still didn't work. I ended up getting, you know, laid off and it was just a horrible experience. So, you know, that's another story, but A lot of women that I speak to now, when we talk about, you know, just how the dynamic is at work and how things are going, when we get to the root of it, a lot of times we come to the conclusion that you're not being authentic and you're not being yourself. There may be situations where you disagree with something that's happening, but you won't say anything. Or you really feel strongly about the way that you present yourself, but you're doing, you're presenting yourself in another way because you feel like that's what people want to see. Or you're you don't feel empowered to give your opinion or to say, you know, to go against the status quo, or you don't feel like, you know, you feel like you're in a box and you have to dress a certain way or act a certain way, speak a certain way, or you know, hang out with certain people, whatever it is, wherever you're not being authentic, you really need to just think through, you know, the root of why it's the case. And There have been so many studies that has shown that people who are authentic at work, people who, you know, are really true to who they are in their nine to five, they're happier, they're more productive, they, you know, they really just are more fulfilled in their careers because they don't have to put on this daily mask. They don't have to, you know, turn on and off this alternate personality 
to fit into where they to where they are. So what I'd say is, you know, there are really just some questions that you should be thinking about and that you should ask yourself as you try to make sure that you're going in the right direction to be authentic at work. And the first question is, you need to ask yourself, am I myself? Am I being authentic right now? It's just an overarching question. And that's this any any intervention that you do to help yourself get to be to a more authentic place, it really starts with that question. And if the answer is no, if the answer is no, you're not being authentic, then you need to drill down further and find out why. In my case, I thought that, you know, because being who I was, wasn't working and I wasn't, you know, getting any traction on the team and it just wasn't working out. I thought that the the logical next step was for me to kind of switch up who I was. When in actuality, it was just a mismatching culture. There was nothing that I could have done to fit into that team because they I wasn't able to utilize my strengths. It just wasn't for me. But hindsight is twenty twenty. A lot of years of experience and career coaching and training and all that since, I can tell you that. But at the time, I didn't know that. So really ask yourself, why am I not able to be authentic? What is it that, you know, is blocking me from being who, from being myself in this situation? So when you ask yourself that, it's really the process of being self-aware. It's very hard to be authentic if you're not aware of who you are. If you don't know yourself, how do you know if you're being authentic? You don't know who you are, right? So the, the, the initial process in really getting to this space of being authentic at work is to do this soul searching to figure out, what, am I being authentic? If I'm not, why not? And then let me become aware of who I am. Let me become aware of what it is that I need to be thinking about and you know what the disconnect is so that I can put my real foot forward and really be who I am at at my work. You will be so much happier for it. I mean, again, people who are inauthentic and they're not who themselves, they're not themselves and they have to put on masks and they have to be fake. Like I'm telling you this from firsthand experience. It does not feel good. If you you know something just is a di- at a disconnect within you, you know that it's not working and you you it's just not a good space to be in. So after you go through that process of really trying to become more self-aware and really thinking about the the root cause of why it is you're not being authentic, and once you you develop who you know, just really get comfortable in developing who you are and being comfortable in your skin, then you have to be okay with not being for everybody. One of the telltale signs that you can tell that you are being authentic and that you have tapped into who you are and who you're supposed to be is that you're going to rub some people the wrong way. When you're trying to be a people pleaser or you're trying to be kind of fake and phony or just kind of trying to, you know, mold yourself into what you think other people need, then you find that you're you're like you're people pleasing. You're you're this person, you're you're this thing, and for this person you're another thing. And you know, you just everyone is fine. You you're just rocking the boat. People don't really have a, you know not anything really to say. But when you really start to stand strong into who you are, and it doesn't mean again you're not being like unprofessional, you're not being combative or anything like that. But when you just know who you are, you know what you're going to tolerate, what you're going to stand for, you know your opinions, you know why you do the things you do, you know what makes you tick, you know what environments you work well in, you know what your strengths are. When you really get comfortable with yourself, some people are just not going to be able to handle that. 
And that's okay. Again, it's not coming from a space where you're being, you know, you want to fight or you want to argue or debate with people. It's not that, but it's just agreeing to disagree. Agreeing, you know, just being comfortable with the fact that some things that I do or some things that I say or some of my viewpoints you may disagree with, but that's okay. We can agree to disagree. And just being okay with that. You have to, you have, there has to be a point where you get past, you know, wanting to be liked by everyone and wanting to not rock the boat and wanting to go with the status quo. Authenticity is really at its core. It's not about that. It's about, again, tapping into yourself and tapping into the things that make you unique and special and, you know, just who you are. And again, when you start to do that, you'll start to see that there will be some people who naturally they'll, you know, kind of distance themselves or, or, you know, you just may not really mesh that well. And you can still be cordial and you can still have a great working relationship. But just know that there are just going to be some people where it's just like not working and be okay with that. And then the last thing you should really do is just continue to check in with yourself often in every situation that comes up. Am I really coming from a space of authenticity? When I'm when you're thinking about things, am I is this my opinion? Is this how I feel? You know, when you're talking to someone, am I relating to this person in the way that I know that I should be or am I doing what I think someone else thinks I should be doing? This is a work a work in progress. You should always be thinking about how you're portraying yourself, what it is you're doing, what it is you're saying, how are you being, you know, in the workplace and just check in. And if you find that you're kind of veering to a space that's not authentic, where you don't feel like you're putting your true foot forward, then then repeat, you know, why am I like this? Why am I not being authentic? What's the root cause of this? How can I get more grounded into the way that I feel and the way that I think? And, you know, just keep doing this until it just becomes a natural part of your of your decision making process and they become subconscious and you you find that you're operating in authenticity more often. And let me tell you, the moment that I was able to really tap into who I was as a professional and really just be authentic in my dealings with people, my career development took off. When, you know, when when I'm in when I'm in an interview situation, I can confidently speak to who I am and what separates me and what differentiates me and what my you know value proposition is. When I'm presenting, I can be comfortable in my skin and confident. If I make a mistake, I know that it doesn't it's it's not it's not anything against my whole character. It's just a situation that happened that, you know, wasn't wasn't the best and I walked myself out of that, but it doesn't make my confidence falter. The more authentic you are, the more confident you are, the more, you know, the more people are attracted to you and what you have to offer. And, you know, if when there's bumps in the road, you, you can you can you can snap back quicker and you're able to adapt to different situations better simply because you're grounded in who you are and you're more authentic. So, if I leave you with one piece of advice, I would just say like when it comes to work, when it comes to productivity, when it comes to being the best you can be in a professional setting, the number one thing you can do for yourself in your career is to tap into who you are and tap into that authentic space within you. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed this episode, then make sure that you rate, review, um, you subscribe and you tell a friend. Um, and if you have any questions for me, you can go on over to yourcareergirl.com and contact me. Bye.